passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. All right, let's talk some more Eagles here with our uh, next guest. It's been three in a row for the Birds. Ten and four is a great record, but three in a row on the LCOM, certainly not the way any of us wanted to see it go. Jason Kelsey joins us every single Wednesday morning. Jason, good morning to you, man. What's up, Joe? Well, we're, we're trying to all figure it out, and I know you're especially really trying to figure it out. Let me just ask mm-hmm. you this really open-ended question to start, Jason. What, sure. in your opinion, is going on with the offense, what what is happening that has caused all of this? Uh, you know, I think we are inconsistent. I think um, you know we 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 do some things really well at times, and then we have either you know penalties or you know turnovers or whatever are, are really stalling us out. And you know, teams are are forcing us to. Um, you know, take a lot of underneath stuff right now. You know, they're playing a lot of playing a lot of quarters. They're playing really soft coverages, which you know, kind of have limited some of our big plays, right? And um, you know, when you take that away, you know, the first half we have two, you know, eight minute drives where we we go all the way down and you know should have had two touchdowns if it wasn't for my bonehead play on the the, the quarterback sneak, but. Um, oh, you know, you know. Well, hold on, but they. <laughs> I can't fault you. Yeah. Go well, ahead, I'm, go, yeah. Jason. Go um, ahead, man. So yeah, I mean, it's two. Those are two long drives, and it's 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 hard to do that consistently in this league. And you know, we should be able to. I mean, we're an NFL offense with a lot of great players. Like, you know, we we have to be able to do that. And um, you know, I think that you know, you know, we've got to find a way though to also create explosive plays. Uh, especially in the air, even when teams are playing quarters, and um, you know we're we're doing our best to to figure that out and get back to being the the offense that we've been in in previous years. 
Jason, let's talk about that that play for a moment. Um, tell me if the following yeah. statements are, are all accurate. I think they are, but you'll certainly know way better than me. Um, mm-hmm. Centers move the ball most snaps. It, it doesn't really matter that much if it's first and ten, uh, if you move it an inch forward. But mm-hmm. if it's third and one and you move it an inch or two or three or four forward, it's a proper call by the ref to say, now, that's not fair because it's third and inches. You don't get to move it forward. Are, are all three of those statements accurate? Yeah, of course. Yeah, those are you, – you get a lot of leeway with moving the ball and getting set. Um, you know, what really – you know, I should have been way more careful given that it wasn't a full yard. You know what I mean? I think a lot of times you get up and you're trying to get set before the defense – has an ability ability to you want to put the pressure on them to try and get set so you 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 I'm trying to get my feet set before the ref has moved and I think I was too close to the ball and then you're trying to get a forward lean so you get your hands going out in front of you um you get some, you get leeway to move the ball and the, my problem is that I've I've taken advantage of that in the past right and this year mm-hmm. and since the advent of the tush push, yeah. you know, we don't, we, we don't really, you know, it's, it's such a high percentage play that it's just something that I should get my hands set first, then set my feet, make sure that the ball doesn't move. Um, especially when it's less than a yard, it's, you know, you know, it, it was, it was so close to the first down marker at that point. I think the official, you know, had to make the call. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Jason, are you concerned right now about team, team chemistry do you feel afraid compared to last year and if so does it worry you well you know there there whenever you lose games uh this is you know people start you know popping up with you know why they think things are struggling what we need to do uh, you have agendas, right? Like every player wants to play well and, and, and be a reason why we're having success. And when you're not having success, you know, players, you know, most of the time, well, hey, I should be doing this. And if you just let me do this, well, it'll, it'll get better. Um, and some of that stuff is very valid. And some of that stuff is, um, you know, I think guys just, you know, they're, they're trying to do good, but um, ultimately it's not in the best interest. But I think, this always happens when you're losing. Um, mm-hmm. It happened last year. You know, last year before the playoffs, we we had a few really bad games, uh, and uh, you know, people were like, "Oh, we should be doing more of this. We should be doing more of that." Or, you know, I should be getting this. And um, what you really have to do is is is, is think about things incredibly critically. Uh, what you can do to move better, uh, do better moving forward how you can actually improve them. Um, you know, you can't, and you have to listen to people and you, you have to make sure that everybody is taking ownership in this thing. Um, you know, I think that we have a, we have a good culture in the building where guys feel like they're heard and, and we can approach anybody and everybody. Um, I think that that's really important during stuff like this. Um, I think quite frankly, I learned a lot during the Chip Kelly era was that, you know, that, that line of communication wasn't always there. So when, when, when things weren't going well, you know, guys don't feel like they have anything that they can go with the coaches or, or people with or upper management. Right. And you, um, and, and Jason, mm-hmm. you feel, uh, you feel Nick is, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but would you say accurate that he's door wide open 
yeah, for, for you sure. guys to and, go to him. Yeah, he is. And listen, I always felt like I had that relationship with Chip. I'm not really trying to use this to bash Chip. It was just a, a circumstance of some of the way things were set up that I think everybody would probably redo if we if if they were going to um, run that thing back, right? Uh, but but Nick and really, um, you know. He's, it's a much different situation, right? You know, we have leadership councils. You know, you can go into his office, any player, mm-hmm. and he's going to give them the time of day to to hear him out. And um, I think that it's um, that, that's really really important uh, when you're losing football games and when all of these things are are, are starting to manifest. So um, I with think we have a that, good locker room. I'm with, sorry, sorry, so Jason. With all of that in place, with all of that, you know, like the the leadership council and and the approachability of the coaching staff, with all of that in place, how how does it affect a team when that coordinator, when one of the coordinators changes on the the yeah. Saturday before a game? Well, that that changed on a Saturday before the game. I think to the whole media. I think that that change for the defense had probably been. Um, you know, moving in that direction for the week, you know, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think I'll, I'll preface it with this. I think everybody in our building, I really think I speak for everybody that we respect the heck out of Sean Desai. And like, you know, I think he's a phenomenal coach. I truly do. Um, it has not gone well the last few weeks. Um, and I mean, he, you know, the defense was up and down before that, but they had some great games and, I think we have great players over there. I think that, um, you know, it's 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 a, you know, it's an unfortunate thing uh, that a, a decision like that has to be made in the middle of the season. But at the end of the day, um, you know, I think the message it sends more than anything is that, like, you know, we're trying to win, man. This isn't like a, sure, hey, let's figure it out. You know, nobody, you know, it's no like. Nick is going to put us in the best position he can or that he thinks uh, to win football games. And this is the decision that he and that he made. And, you know, I think, you know, doesn't change my opinion on Sean Desai. But again, I, I, I really do think he's a great coach and some of the things he does gave me issues in training camp and, and, and so forth. Um, but, um, you know, I think as a player, you know, you, you go out there and you, and, you, and you try to go out there with your guys, rally around each other, and improve. And with a new signal caller, you know, I mean, it's the way it goes sometimes. Right. So last year, you, I mean, you said we lost some games at the end of last season. Uh it went pretty well. You guys got to the Super Bowl. How does this team yeah. move forward and get out of this rut, Jason? Well, again, we got to continue to we got to continue to talk to each other. We have to continue to to work out what's going wrong. Um, the things that I think are most important when you start losing games are communication. Uh, you know, um, you know, focusing back on fundamentals and, and little things. You know, obviously. It's it seems small, but you know the uh, the you know drop passes. You can't allow these other little things to continue to throw you off of rhythm, and that's why you focus back to those little things. Um, 
but yeah, you keep communicating to your coaches, you keep communicating uh, to the play callers, you keep communicating to your teammates um, as to what you think. And I think when when people talk more, when people um, you know connect more, people put in more work. Uh, generally, the outcome is improved. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Jason Kelsey here. Jason, I'm curious your reaction to Jalen's commitment comment. How did you interpret the use of commitment? What do you think he meant by that? And what was your reaction to it? Well, I think my reaction is that he's just saying that we need to put in that much more work. You know, I don't, I don't think it was a negative in terms of, you know, guys aren't focused but I don't want to put words in his mouth, but the way I took it is, listen, we just lost three games in a row. We're a much better team than we're performing, and we need to recommit ourselves in a much more detailed way to right the ship. And, um, you know, I think that that's all you can do. You know, when you're, when you're, when you're struggling to win games, brother, it, we got to – we got to try, we got to do something. We got to try harder. We got to, we got to focus more. We got to, you know, you know, get things going even harder than we have. You know, you can't just keep doing the same thing. So I think that's kind of how I took it. So Jason, one more point on that. And I want to be uh, very respectful to you because I know you don't want to put scheme out there too much for opposing defensive coaches to hear what you're going to do. Okay. So I I want everyone listening to know I try to be very respectful to you and your teammates as you guys try to game plan this. Do you think using the chip example from 2015, which followed 14 and followed 13, and was very similar in 15 to 14 and 13, and I felt defenses sort of figured stuff out, and that encumbered you guys in 2015. Do you think defenses have figured some stuff out, and it now is the time for counterpunch to do different things to be less predictable with your offense? Um, yeah, I don't know uh, if predictable is a word. I know everybody... Uh, I guess CNC was on Monday night or yeah. whatever and yeah. calling some things out. Um, you know, I don't know that predictable is the thing that is, is killing us right now. I think uh, I, I really do think that, you know, we're, we're functioning well and taking a lot of things underneath. Um, you know, we just got to find a way to be more consistent. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, you know, at times, I guess, um, you know, we we need to be able to get the ball downfield, but we also need to be able to take what the defense has given us and and put together sustained drives if if that's what we have to do. Um, it's hard, but you know we're good enough to get that done. And you know, for me, I think you're always trying to figure out ways to improve the offense. You know, whether you're winning or losing, but when you're losing, especially so so. You know, we ran some some new concepts and some new things last week. Um, you know, I think that we just got to continue to, you know, you want to come up with new things, but you also want to, 
you know, do what got you here and do things that you guys are really, really well repped on. Um, I mean, one of the plays I think he called out that I saw from Baldinger. Um, the quarterback, yeah, the quarterback we, draw. Yeah, but that was a that was a version that we had never run before. Mm. So that was a brand new play. Um, now he knew it was going to be a, a, a some type of run, right? So I'll, I'll credit him with that. But that was a play that we had never ran before. So I think you know we're doing some new things. I think that schematically, um, you know, is there some predictability there? I, apparently, on CMC's part. Uh, like 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 big picture wise, uh, but I think for the most part, the predictability things aren't the things that are that are killing us. The thing that killed us on that play was that the backside, because it's a new play, didn't rep it properly. They should have kept the combination block going to the backside backer. They didn't do that, so there's an unheaded guy in the hole. Um, you know, there's uh, so. Anyways, yeah, I think. Um, I don't think the predictability stuff is is what's killing the offense, if I'm being honest. Jason, we always, always respect the way you handle these uh, conversations, even, you know, obviously, especially in the midst of of some downtimes. We wish you the very best of luck uh, Christmas Day versus the Giants. We wish you and your family uh, a healthy and happy Christmas, and uh, thanks for being a big part of the show today, man. All right. Thanks, Joe. You got it, bud. There he is. Eagle Center, Jason Kelsey. Interesting stuff there. So honest and forthright. Very. Very, 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 very honest and forthright.